Hello, listeners. Hola. Konnichiwa. Buongiorno. We only speak one language here, listeners, and it's American. That's your host, Kyle. And that's your host, Peter. Ever. Whenever we do that, I'm always afraid I'm going to be like, and that's your host, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kyle, in our last episode, we talked about, uh, what did we talk about? <laughs> I don't know. You deleted the subject and I forgot. Well, listeners, if you go to getyourfunk.com, like I'm going to do right now, because I you can tell us what we do not have about. a brain. Well, <laughs> yeah, we talked about um, those music recognition apps like Shazam and Soundhound. Yes, 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 yes. And in that discussion, um, we talked a little bit in detail about um, kind of like audio signal analysis and converting a little recording on your phone into like comparing with an entire database of music and then having it automatically identify a song. Um, and in that discussion, we started wondering, like, hey, how do digital audio sample rates work and all that stuff? Because, like, I think that's a term that we've heard many times mm-hmm. in the past, but neither of us really knew anything about it. Now, Kyle knows about it because he did the research and we're about to learn Yay. about it. Yes, I know a little bit more about it than I did this morning. Um we're basically going to go into what digital audio is and different terminology and, and sort of quality measurements that they use to determine the sound quality of digital audio. It, it's a little complex, and it's probably even more complex than we're going to make it out to be. Um, yeah. I kind of dumbed it down as much as I could to things that I can understand. Yeah, listeners, when we say, oh, we're going to dumb it down, it's not because... We don't think that you can handle it. It's because we don't. We get to a point where we don't know what we're talking about. So, yeah, we normally don't know what we're talking about. So, yeah, but with stuff like we... this, it's harder to pretend. Exactly. Exactly. So, I guess first things first. What is digital audio? Digital audio differs from analog audio in that digital audio is actually a system that we humans. Uh, used to store, recreate, and manipulate audio information in a computer. Analog audio is basically audio that's recorded on a non-electronic format, so records, basically. Um, I suppose you could argue cassette tapes are analog. Um, Yeah, I I think most forms of uh, magnetic tape were also analog. I think later on they started to become... Uh, digital. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas digital are basically things like CDs, and then obviously um, the evolution of that MP3s and sort of uh, intangible audio formats that are basically solely meant to be played by computers or computer-like electronics, like iPods and stuff. Like your Zune. Oh god. I almost bought one of those. I'm so happy I didn't cuz I had what did I have? I had the iPod mini and then that was starting to kind of show its age. Mm. So I was like, should I get the whatever the iPod Nano or whatever the next one was or should I get the Zune? And I really liked the Zune and I think my cousin had one and 
I almost got my parents to get me it, but then instead, I think they got me the iPod. It was the first one with the color screen. It was like the regular iPod that could play video and stuff. They got me that instead, which was like, it could do more than the Zoom did. Didn't they call that and the iPod video or something like that? Something. I don't remember. But yeah, it was like color touch screen. It could play video. It had color. It was the first iPod to have like the full album art and stuff. I remember that. Um, yeah, the the Zune was cool. I like I knew a couple people who had them, and they seemed pretty cool at the yeah, time. Yeah, for some for whatever reason, it just didn't take off. And then within like a year or two, it was like almost like a joke <laughs> of the electronics world, yeah. like the Dreamcast or something. Um, what were we talking about? Um, <laughs> I went off topic again. We were talking about oh, like just ways of listening to digital music. Yes, thank you. So yeah, so essentially, digital music is analog audio that has been converted into a format a digital format that can be played through computers or electronic devices and the way that this happens is it converts an analog sound wave that has you know frequency and amplitude like sound does and that's converted into data that computer software can read which allows us as users to kind of manage or change or edit audio in software which you can't edit a record you know you know so i mean you just get um, you know like a razor blade out and start <laughs> i knew you were gonna say that <laughs> look mommy i'm cutting a record scratch <laughs> oh terrible um so in digital audio the sound wave is converted into data through a series of i guess you can call them like snapshot measurements and those are called samples um, a sample is taken of a particular time in the audio wave, which which that sample then records the amplitude of that wave in that point in time. So is this, this like this is the um, part that gets kind of crazy? So is this, is this the and to help our listeners visualize this a little bit? Um, is this kind of like uh, like a frame rate for video, like frames per second? Yes. That's that's actually a decent like, way of putting it. Like with video listeners, you know, you're capturing basically a still image X number of times per second, and that varies depending on the context. But I guess sampling mm-hmm. in this context in digital audio is basically how many times audio amplitude, I guess, is captured per second. Yeah, that's, that's actually a, a better way of putting it than I would. Basically, like... You know, normal video is, what, 30 frames a second or something? But as you increase the frames per second to, say, 60 or 120 or whatever, it captures more real-life data. So it, be- it it gets closer and closer to what your eyes are actually seeing. Similarly, the sample rate of audio, as it, as it becomes more and more high-fidelity or, I guess, more and more intricate... It capture it begins to better and better replicate the actual sound wave as it was meant to be in analog. It can never be one to one, at least not as, at as least not yet. within reason. Um. Yeah, but the sample rate basically dictates the overall quality of that digital reproduction of the analog sound. Right. Yeah, because if so, you're if you're only capturing the amplitude like once per second then you're just going to be basically hearing 
yeah yeah something like that yeah or or at least like weird tones or something but you know as you split that second into smaller and smaller chunks that means you're capturing more things per second i guess Um, yeah yeah so that's sample rate or is is that correct or that's generally what uh, what sampling uh is is considered sample rate is like the measure the measurement that we're talking about here of the uh, fidelity of the re- digital reproduction of the audio. Got it. So basically, the higher the sample rate, the better the the recording of the audio is in ratio to the original analog recording. Got it. Um, and I wonder because I know in the last episode we kind of talked about we like touched on sample rate briefly which kind of inspired this episode but i know we basically we basically said it was the equivalent of like uh resolution for audio now i'm wondering whether it's more accurate to say it's the frame rate but maybe in audio those are kind of one and the same because there's no there's no visual aspects it's kind it's almost like more one-dimensional if you will versus like a photo or a video or something like that. I would argue it's more the frame rate. Um, the resolution, I think, would actually be more what the bit rate is. But I guess we'll get into that in a second. Okay. Basically, yeah, what a sample rate is, it's a series of measurements that are taken at a certain speed of during the audio recording. And that speed is measured in kilohertz. The most common sample rate that's used in audio for like MB3s or uh, stuff you download off iTunes, whatever, is 44.1 kilohertz, which is 44,100 samples per second. It's a lot. Yeah. And this is uh, actually standard for most consumer digital audio, including formats like CDs. Um, or even this podcast. Think about it, listeners. Oh, yes, it says here in Audacity, I'm recording stereo at 44,100 hertz. There you go. So humans, as we've said many times before on the show, humans can hear frequencies between 20 hertz and 20 kilohertz or 20,000 hertz. And the reason that this is important is basically when you're describing the sample rate of kilohertz, 44.1 kilohertz means you're encompassing the entire width, I guess, of the human hearing range times two. So basically 20 hertz, 20,000 kilohertz. And then the multiplication of two is the, is the stereo effect of it. Uh, okay. You're basically, yeah. Encompassing the full range of human hearing on both the left and the right ear channels. If that makes sense. Interesting. So 44,100 is, is for stereo. Yeah. With roughly, 20 something thousand hertz for each side exactly uh 48 kilohertz is actually another common standard rate but it's more often used for professional audio and audio that's recorded for video or media playback or Hmm. like movie theaters and stuff so just two semi-common sort of sample rates to keep in your head that most audio is recorded at for different purposes, whether that be just listening or for movies or what have you. Mm. So that's basically what sample rate is. It, 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 you you kind of had it right, Peter, where basically it's the, it's the frame rate at which we're capturing 
the real life data of the audio. Yeah, how how frequently that is being updated per second. Exactly. The higher the frame rate or the higher the sample rate, the uh, better quality you're recording from the original source. Got it. So that's sample rate. Next, we're going to talk about bit depth, which this was the part that confused me a little bit. Basically, in layman's terms, computers store information in ones and zeros. Binary code, right? Yeah. Um, those binary values are called bits. And the higher the number of bits there are, that indicates more space for information storage. So when you see a file on your computer and it says, hey, this file is 33 megabytes, well, that's actually 33,000 bytes or whatever and like one byte is i think eight or nine bits so basically you can break any file size down into like the actual number of ones and zeros that that file is 33 megabytes is over 276 million bits so yeah even small files are made up of that many ones and zeros it's pretty crazy Hmm. when audio is sampled it needs to store that sampled audio information as bits, and this is kind of where bit depth comes into place. The bit depth actually de- determines how much information can be stored on each piece of sampling, if that makes sense. So, uh, to go back to the video analogy, if the sample rate is the frame rate of audio, then the bit depth is kind of the resolution of uh, of that data. So basically, you know, if you're shooting uh, regular HD video or you're shooting 4K video, both of those can be at 30 frames a second, but each frame of 4K video is going to be more data because it's a higher resolution. Similarly, uh, the higher bit depth you have, you're going to be able to capture more data per sample. So, so basically, if you did an audio recording, that was the regular... 44,000 kilohertz. So you think, oh, okay, so the audio should sound pretty good. But if your bit depth is shit, then really you're just capturing shit a lot of times per second. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Whereas if you capture at like a good, you know, bit depth, then that's basically saying, okay, for those 44,000 times per second, you're capturing a lot of good data. If I'm understanding that correctly. Yes. And the most common are 16 and 24 bit depth. Um, there is 32 bit depth, which I'm actually recording in for some reason, which <laughs> is even is even higher than that. But basically, as you go up in bit depth, it's almost like an exponential increase in the number of the, the amount of information you're able to store per sample. Uh-huh. And finally, that takes us to bit rate which is different from bit depth. Um, bit rate refers to the actual audio quality of the stream or the, the, the sample as it's being played back. Um, oh, I see. So this isn't... Um, so the, the things we've ta- been talking about so far, I think are more so relevant for recording. Recording. Right. The bit rate is relevant to playback. Exactly. Okay, bit rate. Okay, I get you. And so bitrate is measured in kilobits per second. Um, you'll often see it as kbps. Right. And basically the bitrate is the number of bits or data 
that's been recorded per second or the number of bits that's been transmitted or received per second. The, the higher the bit rate with more sampling rate requires a higher digital bandwidth um, to produce good audio quality. Got it. And for good good quality music, generally uh, between 64 and 128 kilobits per second is recommended. Um, I'm trying to think of an analogy for this in movies. It's kind of like it might kind be of like you know in. Go ahead. I was just gonna say it might be like if you watched um, like Avengers in the movie theater or on Blu-ray, mm-hmm. like, that's going to be one level of quality. But if you're like, hey, remember that one scene where that guy did that thing, and you look it up on YouTube? And it's, like, totally compressed and crap. Yeah, exactly. Um, mm-hmm. And basically what that means is that it's lowering the quality so that it can stream to you at a decent rate um, over internet signals. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Or, like, if you're streaming something on Netflix, and all of a sudden your Wi-Fi takes a shit and the quality of the video you're viewing starts to get more garbled that's lowering the bit rate of the video uh to squeeze through your now crap wi-fi because yeah because bit rate is a concept that is interchangeable between video and audio but i think it's more no it's definitely more noticeable more frequently on video than on audio. Oh, yeah. Because I think sure. you can get away with a lot more compression with audio without really noticing a difference. Mm-hmm. Um, which is why we probably don't think about it with audio quite as much. Yeah, that's one thing I've heard a lot, like for people that record or people that do YouTube or whatever. They're like, people will tolerate bad video quality all day long, but they will not tolerate bad audio quality. So mm-hmm. basically. It's like you said, you know, it's 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 good. It's easier to have a decent audio quality at a low bit rate than it is to have a decent video quality. So you'll hardly ever see the audio quality take a dip, even if the video quality does, because it's a fraction of the well, yeah. bit well, rate. Well, by, by, by nature, it's a lot less information that has to be transferred than video. So it's easier exactly. for that to stay at a higher quality. Exactly. I guess. So... It, it it goes without saying that the higher bit rate is is associated with higher audio quality. So, basically, unfortunately, because you know, higher higher bit rate, higher sample rate, all of this is going to cause a increase in file size, which is generally kind of a no no in computing, because of storage concerns, bandwidth concerns for internet, and even through music streaming services like Apple Music and Spotify. So, the way music streaming services get around this, because again, they're streaming music to millions of people at the same time, it's not just one person, the way that they get around this is they compress the audio. And obviously, compressing audio doesn't come without consequences in audio quality loss, um, for starters, Spotify limits the bit rate of audio files to 160 kilobits per second. So basically, it's cutting the audio, the, the streaming bit rate down by an eighth to be able to seamlessly play that back to you. I mean, it's really in their best interest to compress all this audio, at least to a certain extent, because mm-hmm. that means there's a lot less data going through the pipelines, if you will. Um, which is yeah, exactly. ultimately cheaper for them to maintain, but also allows them to serve 
more people and ultimately make more money. Exactly. So I, I am impressed because I mean, obviously, like compression can mean a lot, a lot of different things, and I think there's different mm-hmm. ways to do it that I think make it less noticeable for the end user. Yeah, which for I think sure. it, they do. I mean, like if I'm listening to Spotify. I can't tell the difference between that and like an MP3, for example. Now, not to say that an mm-hmm. MP3 is necessarily like the gold standard by any means, um, but if I'm streaming audio from something, it's even less quality. But because of mm-hmm. the way the ways they compress things, I, I'm assuming intentionally to keep it sounding as good as possible. Yeah, I'm sure they're they have these super fancy algorithms that like compress it in such a way that it takes out like certain chunks of data that to the human ear like are not as perceptible as we were saying um spotify limits the bitrate of audio files for people that are listening to spotify on their desktop to 160 kilobits per second and they limit it to 96 kilobits per second for people using their cell phones because 4g or whatever wireless uh, has less total throughput than regular internet uh, on, say, your desktop or whatever. However, if you're a fancy premium Spotify member like me, uh, you can have the option to stream the audio in 320 kilobits per second. Oh, interesting. So you get roughly double the bitrate quality, I guess. Uh, I think I have the enabled on mine, but like I said, I, I can't tell. Mm. <laughs> Meanwhile, Apple basically just has a flat bit rate of 256 kilobits per second that it just oh just across the board yeah so overall it's higher quality but there's no way to adjust that based on the context basically pretty much so for once apple is actually the preferred uh whatever music listening system to spotify if, unless you have spotify if premium bit rate is something that you can audibly identify which i would bet yes. that most people cannot yeah i'm kind of curious i want to after this episode's done i want to go if I, and see if i can find like a website that like has different bitrate samples of songs and see if i can even tell the difference huh. so that's basically spotify and apple music now i know we've talked before on the show about title which is that streaming music service started by like jay-z and kanye and stuff t-i-d-a-l Yes, tidal like a tidal wave. Didn't it start look uh, like a couple years ago, and then it immediately failed? Like, oh, was this the one that was supposed to it's, be like high quality? Yes, yes, exactly. Uh, it's still around, and people that have it swear by it. But it just didn't like it didn't become like the giant you know Spotify crusher that they wanted it to be. Right. Um, the reason I'm mentioning it is because, as you said, they branded themselves as oh we have high quality audio streaming well the reason for that is that title actually supports 44.1 kilohertz 16-bit flac files and what flac stands for is free lossless audio codec basically it's able to stream the music at the original recorded bit rate without having to actually compress it for the listener to get it to them I, I feel like I have a pretty good ear for like over compressed audio and for but for the most part like I can't tell the difference between 
you know, lossless versus compressed. Like I said, like Spotify sounds great to me. Mm-hmm. So for, I'm I'm not in the audience that title is going for, I guess. And but the fact is that most people are not, because most people don't even know that there is a difference. This is true. Uh, I guarantee a majority of people probably can't, at least in a digital format, can't tell, you know, 320 kilobits per second from 160 from 1.4 megabits per second. And we, um, and we don't say that to mean like, oh, you're an idiot if you can't tell the difference, because clearly there's a difference. Like, yeah. A lot of most people can't tell a difference. We're not saying that to be elitist or anything. I'm sure a lot of that comes down to even you know the quality of the headphones that you're using too. Yeah. You know if you're using the crap AirPods, you know they probably won't be as good of a sound difference. But if you're listening on like fancy over ear headphones, you may be able to perceive it a bit better. Right. So I mean, I basically covered everything at least in layman's terms mm-hmm. about digital audio quality and the different measurements used to determine that so i guess to kind of summarize everything in simple ways uh sample rate is the level at which as the 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 time interval at which audio analog audio is digitally recorded the bit depth is the amount of data that can be stored on each of those samples and the bit rate is the digital data rate that that sample that that audio is played back to you yeah so that makes sense too i i feel like i've learned some things here i would because i work with audio to a certain extent if for no other reason just editing the podcast um and mm-hmm. now i will understand some of this better now when i see those terms this is true uh mm-hmm. my brain hurts a little bit but this was very useful information yeah very true um, so listeners, in the past, we have talked, We this kind of overlaps with a few other episodes we've done in the past. I think the first episode where we talked about frequency and depth um, might have been when we did the history of headphones. Mm. Oh, no, it, was, um, it wasn't that. Well, th- so we did, we had one about the history of headphones. Um, it was uh, How Loud is Too Loud, I think we called it. Because oh, yeah. that was talking about not only like what we're able to hear but also like how much like what volumes can be damaging um so we had an episode mm-hmm. about that we did one fairly recently in the last couple of months about um pitch which is also closely tied to frequency mm-hmm. and of course we mentioned the episode we did last time which covers a little bit of the sample rates and stuff like that as well so if you want to go back and listen to any of those topics to kind of get a more broad sense of some of the other things we kind of touched on um, you can go to getyourfunk.com and use the search bar to find those topics or many, many other ones that we've done. I hope this has been uh, informator, informative for you listeners. As informator! For, <laughs> shut up, damn it. I was hoping no one would notice that. <laughs> I'm, I'm an informator. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, it's okay. I just had a stroke. <laughs> uh, so yeah, this has been your 44.1 kilohertz host, Kyle. And this has been your 192 kilobits per second host, Peter. Thanks for listening. Uh, you will listen next time, as is required by law. Um, until then, 
Goodbye.